You are listening to the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And now, LuchaCentral.com presents Straight Out of the Bodega with King Fat Boy Papo Esco. From the wrestling world of the podcast world, it's Straight Out of the Bodega with your host, the King Fat Boy Papo Esco. It is Thursday, September 17th, 2020, and you have arrived, pulled up. Welcome to another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. I am your master of ceremonies, the bully from the bodega, the lucha thug, the one-man lucha gang, El Rey Gordo himself, the King Fat Boy Papuesco. And from last Thursday to this Thursday and every single Thursday that you can imagine, we're going to take you on this ride. A ride through the blocks, back alleys, and street corners of the bodega. We're going to give you everything you need that's pro wrestling and entertainment. I'm ready. I know you're ready. You better be. So take a seat, pour up your favorite drink, and let's ride. What is going on, everybody? It's another Thursday. It's another episode. It's another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. Welcome. I am your master of ceremonies, the King Fat Boy Papo Esco. And from last Thursday to this Thursday, I hope you're living your best life, man. Me, I'm having a great week. I cannot complain. Well, I probably could complain, but honestly, why? There's no real reason to. I feel like over the last couple of episodes, I've been complaining about the West Coast fires, about the pandemic, about, you know, this, that, and the other. And I just kind of want to get the negativity out the way and get back on this power of positivity trip. That's right. Shout out to Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Big E. I'm, I'm out the negative game, brothers, and I'm back on the new day's power of positivity trip, man. And we're going to get into a great show today. But before we do, I got to ask this question. Has anybody seen these versus battles that have been going on on Instagram Live and YouTube and such, man? I've been watching them. I mean, there's been a bunch of them, man. We had like uh, Teddy Riley and Babyface. We had Snoop Dogg and DMX, Little John and T-Pain. We had Alicia Keys and John Legend. I think we had like Swiss Beats and Timbaland, Brandy and Monica. Uh, the list goes on and on, man. They've just been getting on like Instagram Live and social media, and they've been going like song for song. Just who's got the best songs? And it's been like some dope battles, bro. I, I enjoy watching this. It's very entertaining, uh, especially when you ain't got stuff going on and you want some time to kill, man. You know, um, music is the highlight of my life. And I know it's the highlight of a lot of other people's lives, man. And these versus battles have been great. But I, I, I'm wondering, do we need to do like a, 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 a pro wrestling one? You know what I mean? Get a bunch of elite wrestlers together and have them do like a match for match type of scenario. Maybe a, a promo versus promo type of scenario. I mean, let me know what you guys think about that. It might not work. It might. But either way it'd be a good topic of conversation just to see if maybe we could do something like that for the wrestling fans you know because i know the music fans are getting their dose of entertainment when it comes to that let me know what y'all think man get on social media and holler at me and let me know on this week's episode 
Rico Dinamita pulls back up to straight out of the bodega for part two of his sit down. We're going to talk about everything from pro wrestling revolution to championship wrestling from Hollywood. We're going to get into some drama that happened on the Southern California independent scene that caused him to help get with some dudes and create the faction hate. We're going to talk about a whole lot more. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. We're going to get right into it. But before we do that, you know, we got to go to the Golden Voice. We got to take it and send it over to the first lady of the Lucha Central Podcast Network. I'm talking about my girl, Denise Salcedo and Lucha Central Central. Hey everyone, it's Denise Salcedo here in Lucha Central Central with a reminder of where and when to catch all of the great network content this week. Get the full lineup and listen to all of our shows in the podcast network section of luchacentral.com. Monday, Lucha Libre Figures and Facts returns with a brand new episode. Find the video version of each episode on the Lucha Central YouTube page at luchacentral.com or listen on your favorite podcast platform. On Tuesdays, Mass Max and Mayhem takes you inside the world of Lucha Underground as they take you weekly through the series with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of special guests from the groundbreaking series. Check out the premiere video stream every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Lucha Central YouTube channel and at LuchaCentral.com. Then listen to it on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. Tuesday nights live, it's WrestleBoss, where Fabi Chulo talks MMA and pro wrestling with special guests and listener Collins. Visit WrestleBossLive.com Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific to listen live or call in with questions or download the show on podcast platforms on Wednesdays. Wednesday nights live on Facebook, it's Spanish show La Mesa de los Margaros, giving you both the news and the cheese made from around the lucha world. Special guests and a whole lot of fun make it one of the most talked about shows in Mexico. Thursdays, it's straight out of the bodega with Papo Esco and PWR promoter Gabriel Ramirez as they have guests from throughout the wrestling world pull up to give an inside look into their careers. From indie standouts to television superstars, each week brings a new name and perspective. On Friday, it's your double dose of Lucha Central Weekly podcast. One in English y el otro en español. Lucha Central Weekly is where you'll find all the top stories of the week, both inside and out of the ring from Mexico and anywhere luchadores are in action across the globe. Be sure to subscribe and follow all your favorite Lucha Central Network series on your favorite podcast platforms, either by their own series name or subscribe to the Lucha Central Podcast Network show pages to get all of the shows in one easy feed and please consider giving a rating to help more fans find the shows that you love for now this is denise salcedo signing off from lucha central central have a great week rico was with me for a minute and then the part that we haven't spoken about is how and this is what i how this rico, is my question how rico was later removed oh, this was my, and yep. you know what that was around the time where a lot of stuff was going not too good for me to be quite honest. Well, this, well you this remember because I was like, hell yeah, I'll do that gig. Yeah, this, this was my question, guys. This is what I was trying to get to. You know, you you, you had your run with, with Kafu, tag team champions, and, you know, everything seemed to be going well. When I came, you weren't there. And, you know, at some point, I mean, there's a reason for that, right? At some point, you start to wonder, okay, you know, this guy's coming back. Why did you leave to begin with? So talk, talk about that. What, what was the situation behind... 
you know, you not doing business with Revolution. He stole from anymore. me. Just get it out of the way. He stole from me. Uh, <laughs> I stole his heart. <laughs> you know, what happened, you know, I'll, I'll tell you mine, you know, real brief as much as I can. And then Rico can, can say it wasn't necessarily Rico's fault. It was not his ideal personal fault. It did not happen to him as far as he was not responsible. I sent him and a bunch of other guys to a TV show. And the TV show had called me and said, hey, man, I need X amount of guys for X amount of money. Can you do it? I was like, well, where are you guys at? Oh, L.A. I said, oh, man, I got a shitload of guys for you. So I called Rico. I said, Rico, um, I got a spot for you to do on TV the amount X, X amount of dollars. Let's say it's $10. And I said, Rico, in this case, you're one of my boys. You can keep all $10. I don't want a penny. But if we're going to hire other guys that I've never met and haven't done anything for me and so on, as far as like I've never booked them, I don't know how – I'll give them $5 and I keep the other five because why? Because they're just going to pick up the phone and get a call and say, Hey, go make five bucks on TV. Great. And the other five go to this guy. No problem. And that was the agreement we had. Once the agreement was had and all talent went over there, you know, Rico kept his 10 bucks and the pieces of shit that went with them got their five and said, Oh, fuck that guy. I'm never going to see him anyways. I'm going to keep that five too. And no, it wasn't Rico's fault. But in order for me to make a stand, it's, I said, you know what, Rico, I'm sorry, brother, but this falls on your shoulders. And as much as you don't want it to do it or as much as it hurts me, this business is based upon how we put our name on the line for somebody. If I recommend Popo to go do a pay-per-view and then Popo fucking, you know, takes a shit in the ring and eats all the catering and he fucking pisses somebody off, that doesn't mean they're going to be mad at Popo. Guess, guess who's the guy that's going to get a call back to take talent over there? me right so I, I told rico this is a situation bro can you fix it and he tried and those guys told me to fuck off um i went to their trainer and he told me to fuck off i said well good all of you fuck off and that was the answer wow. so is that how it went rico mm, to a degree but not to a eh. Yeah, let me tell you my story, and then you decide. There you go. There you go. I want you to decide. No, 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 you don't have to decide. It's just I, I feel like it's always different points of views from from the person's perspective. Does that make sense? So yeah. it's pretty much the same story. Like you said, called me up, sent me a couple guys. Can you get me a couple guys? Yeah, sure. And he said, you getting like he said ten dollars. You getting ten dollars, uh, and they're gonna get five dollars. Exactly. That that's definitely what happened. Okay, so, uh, and this is where it kind of gets tricky. So, when he told me I'm getting $10, they're getting $5. Cool. How are they only getting $5? I don't know. I mean, how are they getting $5 I'm getting 10 That's what I wasn't sure of, you know? How? What do you mean how? Yeah, like as in, all right, so... I was told I'm getting ten, but they're getting five, uh -huh. right? And yeah. then, and then five, and then Gabe is getting five, right? Right from them. Yeah. So my question is, how is Gabe gonna get those five from them? And my the answer that I got was, we're working on that. That that's the answer that I got. How how are you gonna get those five from them? And he said, Oh, oh we're working on that. Well, of course, With the yeah. network. Yeah. No, I understand that part. And so the network said. Yeah, we're going to have to pay them because we need to get, you know, um, the paperwork for them because so, we pay them. I said, okay, cool. Then you pay them. 
Now, and, and that and that and, I did not and, know and, and here, Papa, until the day of. Here, Papa, here's the best part because yeah. I, I don't want to go that deep into it. So when those cocksuckers said, yeah, I'll take five bucks, once they had the money in their fucking hands, guess what they did? Oh, they put it in pocket. That's they right. Put they in around the fucking yeah. bag. Absolutely. So, yeah. so fuck them. No, yeah well, yeah, well, let me tell you my story now since go you ahead. told yours. Uh, no, like I said, it was exactly that. Uh, well, I didn't know how I asked how... And I was told, oh, we're working it out with the network. But I was then never told that um, they weren't going to do it until a day of. And then they got a full amount. And I was like, oh, shit. So then that's what happened. You know, we, we let them know that they had to give that half to 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 Gabriel. And it just went to dressing shit. But that's why I said what the story is true. But from my point of view, it's a different circumstances of why uh, they, they they felt like, well, we didn't know it was going to be this much. Uh-huh. So, it doesn't matter. If no, it, I know it doesn't yeah, matter, but it, that's it what I'm telling you my, my side of the story of but the way the, I viewed it. The, the thing is, sense? though, is, is it doesn't involve anything you did. It's the fact that when you put your name out for somebody, those guys have to yeah. respect it. And I told right. each of those pieces of shit and their fucking trainer, hey, dude, it's 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 your word of mouth. It's what we do in this business. We have an unwritten fucking rule of no contracts, handshakes, and verbal agreements. And so, if I told you, hey, bro, uh, I'm, you're gonna get uh, ten bucks, five bucks out of ten, and then you find out you're getting five bucks out of a million, yeah, we gotta retalk this. But it wasn't that much more over. It wasn't that much more over, and they still got a hefty fucking good payday to go do fucking national television. And, you know? uh, and and I, I, know, I know promotions who don't pay you because uh, as much as you do because you're working on television. And I see those cocksuckers every fucking week. And uh, so, yeah, that's yeah, the story. You know, so I, 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 I can go to fucking town on this shit. I just don't say fucking names. And if they have the balls, come and fucking call me out. There are a bunch of fucking motherfuckers who figured, hey, fuck them. We'll never see them again. I'll take the money. Well, fuck it. Yeah. They took the money, and now one wrestles still. The other ones are fucking gone. But you know who's still going? Me. You know what I mean? And you move on. Yeah. This business is about fucking handshakes, verbal agreements. How many, how many times have you been booked for a show uh, in any kind of part of the town with a contract? Nowhere. Hey, bro, can you make it the show? Yeah, I'll be there. Boom. And that's our word as a promoter and as a wrestler. You know, no, yeah, those, yeah. Hands, those handshake agreements go a long way. Well, I think they go much longer. At least for the person you know, who has values. That's right. what, no, that's no, no, what no, that's I what say I'm uh, before we get all, before we get Gabriel. You know what? Well, fuck you, Rico. More, you're off shows. <laughs> Rico, you're off shows for the rest of this fucking year. How about no. that? The rest of this so, year. So, yeah, so like I said, that was, that was the thing. <laughs> the thing was uh, that, that exactly was the, the true, the real story. And what they said is like, if he would have told us that from the beginning, they would have done it uh-huh. much easier. That, but I was like, well, fuck, I don't know, guys. I like, I can't force you. I said, but I said, it's up to you guys. I said, I'm not going to physically take any money from you. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you did everything on your end. Hey, guys, that was the agreement. Yeah, but we didn't think it would be that much. And, and let's just be honest. We didn't know that. It was going to be in our hands. So we'll just take it. Fuck that guy. We're never going to see him again. Okay. Cool. Good. So that's yeah. like for me, like, I felt like, uh, and I don't think uh, going back to it, like, 
getting, I remember taking me off the show, and I remember we had a conversation. It wasn't like a bad conversation. No, it, it wasn't. And I had to say, like, I had to say, fuck you. No, you. no, no. It was never with you. I've never had a problem with you. And I, no, had yeah, same, I know. And it was That's the same, what I mean, talk, it was I never the same a, talk with Famous B. Because Famous B goes, bro, that has something to do with me. I go, I know. That's the part that sucks. You and Rico are coming off because you guys are all cut from the same cloth. And in order for these guys to know that their actions have reactions, you guys are off the shows. And that's how I was groomed, whether right or wrong. I, I, I believe it. If you put your word out for somebody and they're all trained by the same fucking place and they all have the same trainer and they're all break off from the same cloth and you go to the, the, you go to the rest, they told me get lost and the trainer tells me to get lost. Okay, well then, fuck it. It's a hard, it's a done cause, and all I can do is do what I was taught. And I remove you guys from the shows. And even though that hurt Rico, even though that hurt Famous B, it, it, the, the, what it's supposed to do is put heat on the two that, that, that stiffed me, or the three that stiffed me. Matter of fact, it was three. So when those three stiffed me, and I took off those guys off the shows, that's the heat they're supposed to get. It's from you guys. It should not fall back on me. It should be like, hey, dude, now I'm off the fucking shows because you guys fucking did somebody dirty. Because they did. They did me dirty. And yeah. by me pulling you off, you lost opportunities and bookings. Because it may seem like it was, you know, not a big deal. But here we're talking about how you had never worked bigger shows until you got to me. You got major opportunities. Now I'm taking you off shows. So the heat falls on those three that screwed me because in essence they screwed you now maybe people don't agree with it i get it we all have different ways of doing things but in this business in wrestling we do things sometimes in our own little world we have our own our own unwritten rules and sometimes we follow and sometimes we don't and in this situation i still stand by that i had to do it it wasn't easy it fucking sucked I miss Rico. If I didn't miss Rico, you know, I would never brought him back. The fact that he was a champion with me, um, he was young when he did it with me. I brought a young famous B. He was over with me. I had Ray Rosas. He was over with me. I took kids who were kids and brought them with me and became part of my, you know, inner circle. And then now I got to pull them off because of that should happen to somebody else. And that's very normal. That's why people. Yeah. That's why people don't recommend people to do other jobs because you don't want to. If Popo, you know, you hire somebody at your job, or Rico, you hire someone at your job. If yeah. they fuck you over at that job, they're coming back at you. They just fire that guy and they go, "Oh, Rico, man, how could you bring someone that stole from the company?" Oh, uh, shit. You know what I mean? And that's that's true, yeah, right yeah. there, man. No, I, mean, I believe that. That's yeah. why for me, I was like, I didn't really talk much about it. Other than to the people I knew about it, and yeah, and I, I even and said, I was like, I'm not gonna talk, yeah, about and I didn't tell anyone, nothing. like, no one knew why they asked me. I told them, No, nah, we're taking a break, we're bringing in different people, and that's it. I never, you know, made an issue of it to anyone to know. I didn't went to social media, nothing. I went behind the scenes, I asked the trainer, trainer said it was none of his business. I said, Okay, trainer said none of his business, move on from the trainer. Trainer, I was hoping the trainer could step in, he said it, you know, they did their own, so okay, cool, respect that. I went to another person who was close situation. He was calling me. He says, let me find out. He goes, yeah, they screwed you over. Sorry. It's okay. I try that. Rico couldn't do it. Rico couldn't fix it. The guys wouldn't respond to the messages. So you move on, right? You know, as pissed off as I was, yeah, you live in the anger of the moment. But, you know, you step back and go, cool, what do I have to do? All right, then I, I move on. And Well, for me, you know, for me, for me, you know, I, I've always looked at pro wrestling like, you know, I mean, shit, it's all about guerrilla tactics and mob, mob mentality, right? I mean, this type of situation is no different than when, 
you know, Triple H was inside the cage with, you know, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels, and they were breaking kayfabe in front of everybody. And it's like somebody's got to take the fall. And unfortunately, I can't touch these dudes for whatever reason. So sorry, dude, it's got to be you. Yep. So you, you, you unfortunately had to pay for that scenario. And, and the beauty of that story is, which we'll get into in a little bit, is that you made it back, you know, uh, in the fold in, in Pro Wrestling Revolution. But during the time that you were taken off the show and you were put on that hiatus, you know, Gabe talked about, you know, when you get opportunities and they fail, you can handle it two ways. You know, you can either get a fire lit under your ass and start moving and just make a better name for yourself, or you can just say, woe is me, I'll never make it. I feel like you went the, the former, which is that little fire under your ass, and you started working everywhere and just started working a bunch of different people. So after, you know, Gabe said, hey, this is what happened, I'm going to, you know, leave you alone for a little bit. What did you start doing? What were some of the things that you did to keep relevant in professional wrestling and keep bettering yourself as a pro wrestler? Well, I took it as as much as I wanted to be there. Yeah. And I thought I was a big part of the company. You were? Obviously, as much as I wanted to be there um, for PWR. I took it as in, well, it's just one less booking I'm going to have that I'm still going to do. <laughs> no, this is no bullshit. And I said, well, I'm still going to do all my rest of my bookings. Right. This is just mm-hmm. going to be one less booking that I'm going to have, but that I want to be at. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Like, I want to be there, but I don't want to fucking... Uh, I'll give you an example. If and correct me if I'm wrong, then I'm not. Like if that would happen, is fucking. I'm an adult. I'm a fucking grown ass man. Even then, you know, I was younger, but still, I was an adult. I, I know what to do and not where where to push buttons and where not to, and what to talk about in public and what not to, and what to fuck around with. You right. think if something like that happened to someone in this era that they wouldn't cry about it on Twitter? And Facebook, oh, that's that. They, they had a Facebook Live the moment it happened. Absolutely, dude. So I feel like I think that I mean, and I'm sure even guys my age would would do it. Yeah, it's just I think that shows the character of the person. Like I said, because when I talked to Gabriel, I said, you know what, I'm never going to talk about your company. I had nothing but good things happening over there. You know, this is going to be the end for us for now, whatever. Like, you know, I, I even said, you know, thank you very much. I wasn't, like, not the right in any way because I felt like I didn't do nothing wrong. So I didn't feel like I had a, uh, I had nothing to fight. Like, I can, I had nothing to fight uh, with Gabriel over because I felt like I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I didn't want to get taken off. But I didn't feel like, well, fuck you. Or, well, you know, you did that, 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 that. It was my, like, well, fuck, I had really... No, uh, that was a hand that I was going to be dealt with. No matter if I cried or said, no, 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 I was still going to be off. Not if you would have so cried, bro. It. If you would have cried, so I took it like a fucking man. No. And, if you would have cried, know, I would have kept you on. Right? <laughs> but I just took it like a man. And, he was you know, very, you know, he was very, very humble. He goes, I, I don't, he, I remember him telling me, I respect what you're doing. I don't agree with it. He said, but I respect what you're doing. Thank you, everything you did for me. And then hopefully it's not the end. And that was it. And famous famous B was like, "Fuck that dog! I wasn't even there, bro. Why do I gotta get punished?" Yeah, he was fucking. He was fucking <laughs> mad. He was mad. And I was like, "I don't know, bro. I, uh, said, I, don't fucking know. I know. I get it. And you know, and it's not like I didn't think everything of famous B or Rico because I took them with me to Oklahoma. You know, I actually flew them out to be a part of something you know different. 
you know that's me that's how i felt that you were you know part of my inner circle for for you know to fly you out to a different part of the world you know oklahoma and get paid and have a good time and Famous B went to Oklahoma wearing the Lakers jersey, which fucking set the place on fucking fire because the Lakers had just beat up, just finished beating up the fucking uh, the Oklahoma City fucking team down there. And Famous B had fucking heat. You know, Famous B was always great on the mic for me. I loved him. I loved both of them. And we still had great stories, but it's something I had to do. And unfortunately, um, maybe didn't come out the way I would have wanted to come out because my, my, my thought process was is Rico and B are going to go, you know, hash it up with these guys and the heat transfer to them for losing bookings. How it happened, it's neither here or say now, you know, obviously a famous B didn't need me or anything like that, but he definitely missed being part of it. He eventually ended up doing Lucha Underground and did great things, but he did lose a booking where he actually was having fun and cool things were happening with him. Same for Rico. And, you know, things happen in wrestling all the time and, and we, we move on. But Rico was very, very, very... uh very cool on the way he stepped out no hard feelings i never said shit and went out of my way to put him or anyone blast and neither did he neither did b or anyone else involved you know that was it even though so those what? even though those three guys uh they sent either their girlfriends or wives or i don't know who they were rico you can correct me but some of their girls whatever were posting shit on on social media you know talking shit but but ne- never who well, was the third guy yeah i'll tell you later you don't remember there was three well, no. Yeah. I, uh, fuck, I don't remember. Yeah. I really three. don't. I'm kind of breaking my head. I know the other two, obviously, but who the fuck is the third one? <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I ain't get, we ain't getting paid anyway, so it's all good. Sure. You know what's yeah. funny, though? Those, uh, that, state, that network did call me eventually, and uh, they said, hey, man, we have another show. I said, no, I'm not booking the guys because you guys didn't do it right either. You guys dumped money in their lap, and I, I, I sent you X amount of talent because their show – had not, had no people to to finish off, so if I didn't send them talent, they would have been fucked. Uh, we got them talent. What what Rico? What twenty four hours less? Like it was a drop of a hat. You know, yeah, it, was like it happened instant. really fast. And so I told them, I said, "Look, man, I saved your show, saved you tons of money, and so on." Um, so what I just sit here and save your show and everyone got paid and I didn't get a fucking penny, especially independent wrestling. We, we I got to make something out of this. I, I'm not just saving your show and putting money in one's pocket, so I don't put money in my pocket. And they go, oh, we're going to do another one. They said, nah. I said, nope, I ain't doing shit. You guys can contact them. You have their, uh, you have the forms. You have that. Call them. And uh, the show actually eventually went under and stuff. Um, I did get callbacks, but I wasn't going to do it again. You know, just because, you know, I had sour grips on my end. And it's not because the money would have made me rich or anything. By far, no one got rich off this. But it's principle. It's and, just a principle of it, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. So, Rico, what were you? What- what were you doing in between the time when you, um, you know, uh, were off or taking a hiatus from Revolution? And uh, after that, maybe talk to me about the call you got from Gabe to say, hey, man, maybe it's time for you to come back. What do you think? Man, I remember, like I said, I kept doing uh, my attempts to wrestling from Hollywood. I kept doing all the ones I was normally doing uh, in the gym, just same old shit until I, I want to say that when they had Wrestlemania in San Francisco or whatever it was, uh, you guys had the first ever King of the Indies, I think, right? We had the first return of it, yeah. Okay. So I remember... I that was a good say, show, by the way. Yes, it was. I want to say... 
you hit me up or Shannon hit me up? I actually had what, Shannon what hit it? you up. We were doing some stuff, and I said, "Hey, hit up Rico. I think it's time." Uh, um, I bring him back because I actually was going through some old footage and I was seeing some stuff and I had now brought in Popo. I had a new group of people come in and I was like, you know what? And actually, you know who actually put you over to come back with Jose? I had Jose come do a show when he was doing a different gimmick and he goes, man, you know, you should really bring back Rico, man. He really misses his place. And, you know, he had nothing but good things to say about you guys. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's just rough. And I remember I was seeing, uh, I was watching footage and I was doing something and there was an opening one time for a heel. And, uh, I was like, yeah, no, Rico can now be the heel. He always wanted to be anyways. And let's bring him in and brought him back. And it was almost like clockwork, man. It's like Rico had never, uh, never missed a step, at least with us, you know, fit in well and eventually fits in well now with, uh, with you guys as the, as a Lucha Horseman. Yeah, it's just me and him now. You know, I'm I, I'm still I'm still salty about the Lucha Horseman because the people that we put together for the Lucha Horseman, <laughs> I, dude. I don't know if you remember this, Rico, and I, I'm not even sure if he was in the room, but I remember, um, you know, Royce and Kevin, and I I was telling these guys, I said, look, I don't give a fuck. Lucha Horseman is gonna be it. I want it to be fucking just on top of the line as old school La Migra. I want it to be a fucking big ass faction. This is, you know, and I was excited. I was like, we need to do this, this, and this. And I was talking to him about promos and just how we were going to work in the ring and everything like that. And I was just like real adamant about wanting it to go a certain way. And then it's just me and you next. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, it's like, uh, I mean, you and Rico worked really well. I think Rico has become such a, a great guy to have in the ring. I can trust with big names and, and students. He's just a guy that can, you know, it can work anyone. And, and he's helped you and develop, you know, and tag and so on. I think it's great. I would love to make sure, you know, I, if I look back, I'd like, I would love to have a, you know, uh, Vapor back. I would. Absolutely. I would love to have Absolutely. Vapor, you know, uh, another gimmick that I've came up with in my brain to, that I brought to life from scratch as a promoter and booker. Um, sometimes you develop stories that suck. Sometimes you develop characters that suck. And I've had both. But Vapor is an idea that I had that started with somebody else and never developed. And then Royce came in and, man, stepped right in. I, I took him to Mexico and he doesn't owe me anything. There's no negativity anywhere. I, yeah. I talked to him once in a while and uh, great guy, man. Great guy. Good worker. Always underrated. And now he's getting an uh, opportunity to showcase what he has. And I, would oh, love, I would love to bring him back, you know. Well, now, let me, let me ask you this, Rico. With, you know, through all the drama after you left, you eventually uh, – took part in something he called hate so did you take part in hate because you hated me or what's the whole reason behind hate well hate was you know when i got kicked out of my other wrestling school santino brother whoa okay so, so you yeah, started right. and the, uh, so how the that time work? i wasn't with, in time the time when i wasn't with you guys me and ray I think it was just me, Ray, and one of my other friends. His name is uh, Damien Arsenic. He trained at my house, and he wrestled as uh, Damien Arsenic, pretty much. And he hadn't been around for a while, but he kind of got kicked out of the Santino Bros. I don't oh, really want to go into details about it. No, I don't care. So what, um, so what but uh, it was unfortunate that uh, we got kicked out. It was kind of weird. It's kind of weird wait, wait, situation. Hold on, hold on. So... At the same time, you guys got kicked out as a group. Yes. Wow. So you guys did some dirty shit, huh? 
Ronami. No, oh, no, oh, no, no, wait, no, wait. So then you got kicked out similar to why I let you go. Somebody else did something wrong and you were just there as part yes. of the group? It ah, was see? by association. There you go, Papo. So it, I wasn't no. the only way that thought, you know, was brought up that way. No, it was, by, it, it was by association because a lot, like when I, when we got kicked out, like a little, some of our crew didn't get kicked out, but they got unbooked without being told they were kicked out. Like there's three of us that got told, but the rest of our clique were not told, but they were just not booked. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So something happened, whether it happened or not, you guys got kicked out. And so you guys all went home pissed off. Or went somewhere at a bar, Applebee's, Denny's, and said, man, fuck FF and this guy and that guy and that guy from Santino's. We're going to teach them a lesson. Let's start hate. Is that what, is that what it was? Yeah, that's and, how we started it. And, and we what, actually, did, what did hate stand for? Was it just hate? Because I remember was, seeing H dot, you know, A dot. I mean, did it spell something out? Fuck no. We don't make it stand for whatever you want. <laughs> So then what we, you guys we, we, we all thought about it. We all thought about <laughs> what we wanted to stand for. So uh -huh. we all thought of the same thing. We just fucking hated the shit that was happening to us and we just hated our situation. So we it was just hate. We fucking hated it. So that was was it hate against Santino, hate against everything, or it just said fuck it. It was it was hate against uh everybody. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't a hate against Santinos that they we never said it was hate against Santinos, if that makes any sense. No, but that's what it was done for. It well, was but that but yeah. we, we did it because of that, but it just grew into bigger that it wasn't all about that. At first mm -hmm. at first it really was just kinda like well, like, we're doing our own shit, we're hate and people knew because you know, we're all like SoCal guys, so a lot of them were like, Oh, you guys are mad? You guys are not with, you know, Santino's? You guys didn't be like, oh, you know. So, we never told so, anybody anything. So who was all in hate? Like, what was, like, because eventually it developed into more, no? Like, so who was in hate? And was it a, you know, like, did you did you guys bring in hate like the NWO and every other faction the world does now? Or was it, you know, like, but not, not, not to the extent, it was just our little clique of friends. So, yeah. so who Ray, Rosa's, Ray Rosa's? Ray Rosa's were wrestling at a, a place called... Um, shit, I don't know. That's a Brawling Bo Cooper spot, right? No, no, no. Uh, it's even before that. Okay. For Andre Verdun. Okay. And uh, we're, we're, we're... Jungle Boy got his first start at yeah. before he went up to you. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So, we, so you had Ray Rosas. So Ray Rosas got kicked out. Who else is the other member? Uh, Me and then my... Yeah, Damon Arsenic, one of our other friends. Oh, I thought there was more than three, wasn't there? Wasn't no. Bad Dude Tito? Yeah, no, he didn't, two, right? yeah, but he didn't get kicked out. He was just unbooked. He never got a message saying he was kicked out. Oh, so oh, he okay. also... Oh, okay. So he just kind of ran with us just due to the fact that he wasn't going to be booked over there. So he wasn't booked because he did something wrong too or they oh. just said guilty by association as well? I Honestly, they were... Now, now that I'm getting my memory correct, they were unbooked after they... We're in hate. Does that make sense? Got it. So they, they basically they chose a side, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That so makes, that's unfortunate. That's very common in our industry. There was me, Ray Rosas, uh, your boy Che, 
fucking <laughs> Tito and then uh, P- uh, Peter Avalon. And then we brought uh, Tyler The Lieberman. librarian was on it too? Yeah. Yeah, we're all clicks. We're all, we're all buddies. We're, we're all buddy buddies. We just don't talk about it on the internet that we're all <laughs> buddies. Right on, man. Uh, with, uh, and, but I'm glad I'm, great. I'm, I'm happy for, for, uh, for him and Tyler Bateman. They're doing their shit, man. Too bad the pandemic's going on right now, but I'm glad that they're, they're where they're at. That's one thing about wrestling, too. You can't hate on people that make it. No, never. Like, you can't. You know. It's just, you, you might wish, fuck you, I wish it was me. But you can't say, oh, fuck that guy. I mean, you yeah, get no, that, 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 that's, like, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you like for like for me, my perspective, you know, like every we, we all know what the what struggles we're all going through. Now, obviously, some of our personal lives might be better than others. But ultimately, when it comes to wrestling, everyone's pretty much the same until they're not. Right. So like if, if this these guys are doing, you know, tremendous things, you know, I, I, I give nothing but love to all them cats. But that's just me. Hey, so what hate was money, bro. We we're making like we got it was a a resurgence for us, I, I believe, in SoCal with that gimmick because they yeah, had, was, the, the companies had no choice but to to book it as hate. They did. They, they because, had a choice. I mean, they did, but they chose the hate. I never but booked I mean, hate. Well, not you, fool. That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> Every company had an opportunity to say, you know what? Why do I got to book these guys? You know, I would honestly, if that stuff would happen in NorCal, I wouldn't have booked you either. Because when you guys took it upon yourselves to bring an inside uh, inside uh, situation and made it public, then you guys are the ones that chose to uh, put light on the on the drama. And we're supposed to keep that shit on the hush-hush. Supposed no, to. but we didn't. We didn't tell anybody that we were kicked out we didn't tell anybody we were just like an nwo faction but never did in public that we ever say that people assumed because because people assumed because they knew what had happened same thing people assumed because all randomly like we're not the top guys for their show are not on their show anymore I guess for me me, you guys added fuel the fire yeah, per se, but realistically, we never mentioned it in public. At like, least that, that's for sure. That's cool. That's definitely good. But I get and it. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. You well, know, now, much, let, let's man, I was more, I'm gonna be quite honest. I was more pissed off at that situation than I was with yours. I because I was like, I, how? I was in my Vince McMahon voice. How good game? <laughs> I tell you, kick me out. I heard reasons from many places on why, who, what happened. It's irrelevant. It happened. This business will always have, you know, scenarios. Fast forward to now, if he had opportunity to doodle over again, would you have created hate again? Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Because it was now, a resurgence did, for us. Did, yeah, made, I, I was going to say, it's, I, you, you guys did like promos, right, uh, all over social media, or at least I saw a few. Did, did that, did that, like, did that connect with the fans? And yeah, that is what fans. made, that is what made different promotions around socal but we only had two we only had two waves of shirts made the first wave was when we had our own show we made like seven hundred dollars in shirts for like yeah four guys that were like running the thing or whatever Mm -hmm. i mean i'm not saying that's a lot of money but for being a 
because we held out on shirts. We weren't just going to sell the shirts. It's like, these are our shirts. Like, a lot of people would ask us for shirts. Oh, we don't sell any. And when we finally announced that we were going to sell them at our show, like, we sold out. And then we had another wave of shirts that also sold out a couple months later. But that's it. We never made anymore. So I feel it was a win-win for us. So at least, at, least, at least you got stuff off your chest. You know what I mean? If you're willing to stand by it now, years later, then I guess in your heart you did what you're supposed to do. Um, and so, but like I said, everything is, is, has been mended. We're, we're back at Santino's. As a matter of fact, I mean, it took a while for me. I was the last one to agree to come back, to be quite honest, <laughs> because I'm the one that's known them the longest. And I should, you know, we just went back to where it started, from right. my house, right? Right. So I have the biggest history, the, the, the most history. And to me, it was more about the friendship, not the school, not, not the wrestling. It was a friendship, you know. But you know what? In wrestling, that's always the same scenario. A, a lot of the a lot of the heated arguments that we have in our industry, sometimes the ones that we have the most drama with are the ones that people that we had some kind of bond with. Yeah. Because you know those are the ones that you feel like you really got screwed over because you had a family. I've had my situations here where you know I felt some wrestlers uh, screwed me over, and and screwed me over in a, in a situation where you know. I had given them the keys of the car to take off, and they uh, had screwed me over in many situations. I've mended fences with some, and some I just don't see it happening, you know. And do you remember? It sucks. Do you remember, like, uh, when I went back? Like, uh, it had to have been that year, but was it after this? Right? After we started Hate is when I went back? Yeah. You had already started Hate. And that's because I was following to see what you were doing. I was definitely keeping track, you know. Because I remember thinking to myself, fuck, man. <laughs> I said, the two fucking places I call home now, no, seriously, because I was like, I think it was like, I wasn't back yet because I knew I had sat down and thought to myself, like, fuck, the two places where I thought I was going to retire at or whatever, you know. Because obviously, you know, I'm content. I have a job. I have a house. Right. I, just, I love wrestling for fun and I want to have fun. So I can't, you know, just have fun with it. So I'm like, the two places I want to retire at, fuck, I can't even fucking wrestle anymore. Like, I right. thought to myself, what the fuck? Yeah, no, Papa was like, man, I go, I wonder if he started this shit because of me. And then I was like, because, you know, I was just, because it was too, like, too close in time. And then I started reading around, talk to people, like, oh, he, they left because of this. And I was like, what? And but then, you know oh, the best God, part? What? When we came back to them, they wanted us to come back as hate. And we don't, it makes sense. And we didn't. It makes sense. Well, that's even better. I tell you what, I, I applaud you guys for holding your fucking ground and going back your own way. You no, we went, we went back, but not as hate. Exactly. We were still a crew, but we were like, no, nah, we, we're not hating no more. That was like that a was year and a half ago. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's very cool. So what's next now, man? You know, we're we're down for the rest of the year. How are you keeping busy? How are you maintaining relevant? What are your plans when we get back to normal in 17 years? You know, what do you got going on? 2020. 2020 yeah. I don't know, dude. All I do is just work out in my backyard as best as I can with my bench, my 25 pound dumbbells. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard. Shit's going on. Like, it's been hard. A lot of stuff's been happening, and especially here in my area. When they were going to open stuff up, and then we had those riots or whatever, the people right. marching right. that turned into riots. So, I mean, it's masked everywhere. Whatever. Are you, uh, are you, uh, Going back to Championship Wrestling from Hollywood with Dave Marquez? Uh, I would. The last time I was there, I me, I was under a hood. Uh, Los Rancheros. 
like, oh, Dave is great, man. He's done a lot of stuff for me. I like Dave. He's a good but, guy. Marquez. So you, you don't have any media plans to be part of No, I, I definitely would, though. But it just, I like the old way that we used to do it. One, once a month and, and then tape the episodes. And now they do it like twice a month. And then I'm just there all day. Like, you're just there all day on Sunday, like, from, like, 11 in the morning to, like, 6 or 7 p.m. Yeah. And if it was, like, once a month, I just feel like I'd be able to handle it. But I just, you know, just kind of want to be home sometimes, like, on a Sunday. Like, I don't want to be gone two oh, Sundays a month like that all day. He's getting ready to retire. Look at you, dude. <laughs> he's nah, like, man, I just, he's, I just want to go home and watch Mulan with my daughter. <laughs> for $30. Hey, watch the baby. $30. Can you believe, on a side note, bro, can you believe that? Like, my kid, like my daughter growing up, bro, and, and Rico, and, and even Gabe, you guys can relate with the girl stuff because you got lit girls, too. My, you know, Mulan, I used to watch with my daughter over and over and over and over and over again when, when she was a baby, and Mulan's coming out again. And I was like, hey, let's watch it for nostalgia, but it's a real life movie. But it's like thirty dollars more than the subscription of Disney. That is that's bullshit, dude. What? They're trying to rape you. No, they're not trying to rape you, man. I don't they're, know. They're trying Come to, on, man. No, no, think about it. Everybody's hurting. So how else are they gonna make their money back when they were gonna make money at a movie theater and you got popcorn and tickets and sales and food and everyone's losing money? So they so gotta wait, cool so on Disney. On Disney, it's like a pay-per-view. Then you gotta watch to pay to watch that one. Yeah, so you have to have yeah. Disney Plus, which you have a subscription for, and then you gotta pay yes. on top of it. Oh, so okay, so yeah. just and then you'll have it on there forever, or I don't know, I don't. So have just either. fucking once, so no, day. no, no. It'll, you 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 buy it, and you'll be able to watch it every anytime you want. It's basically it's, it's you're like you're buying a DVD, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. so Rico, Rico, dude. We, we're in this pandemic, bro. Hopefully, we're going to get back to it. You know, I know you're open to go to different places that, you know, like Championship Wrestling from Hollywood just opened up their doors. If you get the call, I know you'd be ready to do it. Getting back to it. And, you know, me and Gabe, we joke a lot about, you know, hey, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, you know, <laughs> I, hope, I hope, I hope in all honesty, you know, and Gabe and I have had conversations about this. I, I hope and I pray that, you know, by summer of next year, we'll be able to open up a lot of different promotions and get back to some sense of, of business when it comes to what we do. What, what are your aspirations coming back? Do you have, do you have any goals and, and things that you are like going to or want to, like give a a one hundred percent full try to do when you come back in wrestling, in wrestling, yeah. So well, like I said, I love wrestling. I'm gonna when this, like, even this last year, it was like a good wave for me. Like I felt like I just want to have fun because I know the end is near. Not near, but age wise, like I feel like I can wrestle for another ten years. But I don't know if yeah. I want to. Uh, right. So I go by. I want to wrestle only where I have fun. Because I want it to be fun. I don't want to be grumpy and be so worried about the match and worried about. <laughs> like, I want to have fun. Does that make sense? Like, Absolutely. I want to have fun. Absolutely. So my goal is obviously, I would just. Starting back at Santino, so I want to do that. I want to continue with Jesse Hernandez and EWF because they do a lot of great things for me there as well. 
And for obviously for PWR, I want to be the heavyweight champion. You know? No, no, no. Uh, stand in line, bro. No, stand in line, bro. Well, how, how about we this? Got, we got, we got, we got tag. I, 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 I like, and I've always liked championship wrestling from Hollywood. I've always liked it. It's just sometimes I feel like it's a good fit for me. Sometimes it's not. I just, but like I've never had any problems there. I, I mean, I think the last time was because I wasn't myself. I felt like if I was. If I was out there as raunchy Rico, I would have had more fun than than with a mask. Cause I'm not used to it. Right. So I mean, I was there for a year, and there's nothing nothing wrong. I just was like, fuck. Well, like I don't like. I had to be very. We got to get I, Dave Marquez on here, man. Yeah. We got to get Dave Marquez on here. Tell us why he doesn't want to book Rico. God yeah. dang it! So nah, Rico, he he's not the booker. I think he would. Tell you. Yeah. Rico, Dave was gonna go. I don't know. I don't book the guys. You gotta go to the booking committee. Yeah, I know. You have to book it. <laughs> no, it wasn't even him. Seriously, it wasn't even him. Committee. You know, I had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? But Rico, so moving forward, let's say you know before we start wrapping this thing up, I, I'm dying to ask you. So we we get started again. Let's say Papa's right. We start back next year. Um, let's just pick June. And I say, all right, Rico, um, there's one guy that uh, you recommend that. I should bring in. What's one guy you think that we haven't seen and we should give an opportunity to? Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the guys I've told you before. But Jerry had Adrian Quest. He had Andrew Brown. He had Fidel. Bravo. Yeah, I had a. Yeah, Adrian Quest was great. And I will continue using Adrian. But every time I try to book Adrian, he already has the dates full. So I know. He's you know, doing a lot of he's stuff. He's doing a lot of stuff. So I'm very, very happy yeah. for him. He's on New Japan shows now. And I'm very, very now. happy. So there's I'm one guy, shoot. man, Rico. There's one guy that, that you've seen in the area. And like, hey, Papo, you should talk to Gabe. Or, hey, so-and-so, you guys should bring him in. What's that one guy? I'm trying to think right now where, I, where the places where I've been at. Where, man... There you have it, folks. There's nobody in California yeah, no, no, that's no, 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 <laughs> for sure. No, no, there is. It's just kind of hard for me to choose one. Choose one. Okay, choose two. Like I would definitely say, Brandon Gatson would be worth your while. Okay. And that's someone from my era, and a younger guy. My mm, younger guy. Have Adrian. There you go, folks. Uh, California say, has no younger talent. I don't know. I would say I would say Eli Everfly. Eli Everfly. It's good for for that company, right I on. Think. So that's right two, on, two guys. Right I'll on. definitely keep in mind. There you have it, Papa. If I, yep. I forget, remind me. Uh, two guys. I will. Yeah, Brandon Gatson by far. I think you guys are a really good worker. I wouldn't mind giving him opportunity. Eli Everfly. Then that's the first time. It's not the first time someone brings his name up to me. Um, I know Vinny. He's a big, big uh, pusher on that guy as well. So I like the kid. You know, we'll, we'll see what we can make work. Hopefully, his, his look, his look had to grow on me. It's a little weird that fly gimmick, but his like when he paints his tongue and it, it's yeah, it's creepy. But <laughs> I like, I like, I like the dude. He's got good work. Okay, I got a couple of random questions I want to ask you before we go, brother. Um, we're getting ready to wrap this up. Rico, what is your personal favorite match that you've ever been in and why? My favorite match that I've ever been in uh, personally, and I'm never yeah. going to watch it against Justin Curley in Oklahoma. Oh, that PWR. was a good match, man. Was it? Yeah. What, yes. what, 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 what made that match like your favorite one? I just we called everything in the ring. Right. And the, 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 uh, this is what I consider a good match. Not the moves, the crowd. 
Yeah. Yeah. To me, to me, the match might have been a seven out of ten. Uh-huh. But yeah. when the crowd is loud as fuck and it sounds like a ten, then it's a ten. Does that make sense? Yeah, they. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying the match was a seven. I'm just saying like that's what I consider a really good match. The fucking I, crowd. I asked. Uh, I went to the locker room. I said, "What's the match?" And Carl says, oh, "We're gonna call it in the ring." <laughs> I said, "The whole thing." He goes, "Yeah, why not? Fuck it, let's do it." I said, "You, yeah, no, I get it. You'll, you'll, you'll be back here if it's bad." I said, "Okay, who's Gabe's like?" <laughs> Gabe was like, "Don't fuck me." I said, "Okay." <laughs> and no, man, they called. I think, I think maybe the finish was the only thing I asked for. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. But uh, everything was like on the fly, and I was, I was up in the booth with um, the owner of the casino. Yeah. And he was loving it. And so whether I thought it was great at that point, I didn't care if it was good or bad. The fans ate it up. And then when the guy who owns the casino is loving it, what are you going to say? You know what I mean? So, no, that definitely was a good match. I wish we would have had footage, but, man, that was a good match. Wow. Yeah, I definitely love man. I like matches more when you call it in the ring. You can tell. Like, I can tell now. Like, I would. I mean, just being in this, you know, and just being close to Gabe and picking his brain, you, I, I can tell now when people are calling things in the ring versus like choreographing or, or, or calling it in the back. Dude, I love the concept of calling it in the ring because when you really know what the fuck you're doing and you're listening to the crowd, them organic moments just make for such good matches. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you said that. Uh, my next question was... Oh, um, I got another match just for you. Uh, okay. Before you ask me that question, a tag yep. team match. It was me, Tito, against Ray and Peter, PP Ray. Those banditos against PP Ray in a cage match mm-hmm. for AWS. I can't remember what year, but it was a cage match, and that was a good one too, for me. In a tag it, match. Did protected. you call it in the ring, too? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, probably. We would call a lot of shit in the ring because we all knew each other. But yeah, no, that, that one was, was a good cool. one. But anyway, okay, let's go. What's your next? That question? was a hate. That was a hate match. Yeah. Look at that. That was that was all your hate. The, winner, before, the yeah. winner of the match becomes the leader of hate. <laughs> yeah, it was for before, sure. Right? But so I wanted to I wanted to ask you this last question before we wrap it up, man. Um, Pro Wrestling Revolution. Uh, I'm gonna be the champ. King, King Fat Boy Papa Wesco and Rico Dinamita, the Lucha Horsemen versus El Tejano and Psycho Clown. Um, what seemed to be a simple maneuver. I see something fly out your mouth. I looked down. <laughs> I thought it was candy. I thought it was candy corn, and it was your fucking front tooth. <laughs> so I'm still. I'm right here without my front tooth. I'm about to go to dude, TV and get it an implant. T- no, it builds character. Keep that. Keep that shit. You know, it does build character. But I'm a little yeah, lean. I'm still kind of young to be missing. <laughs> so what? Take me through that. Pro- that take me through that spot, and take me through how you felt once that shit happened. Honestly, like, I didn't feel shit. I just felt like, fuck, it's going to cost me a lot of money. It was so basic. It was like in the beginning. We had to start the match. It had been like two minutes or something like that, right? Yeah. It was, it was a crossbody. I like I like American-style crossbody. Catch and bump. Boom. You know? And you know, luchadors is, 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 is kind of like, they roll off you real quick. Yeah. So and, I feel like he, maybe that's what it was. But I'm not sure. I just know that... His squat, I caught him with a crossbody, and when we bumped, his forearm or elbow just kind of drove into my upper lip. And when I sat up, the fucking shit just fell out of my mouth. I was just kind of like, fuck. I grabbed it, put it on my boot, and I kept going. I had a little yeah, bit of blood, but we're in the main event, baby. Yeah, that, I was going to say, that had to have been, 
This guy said, that I has, put my tooth in my he did, boot. Bro, he did, bro. Like, that like, has to okay, be a so, t-shirt. I put my tooth in my boot and a big old smile with your teeth missing, bro. <laughs> and he and he kept and he kept going. Yes, like, he did. He, he he kept going. I remember going over to him and I was like, bro, yeah, well, that was your fucking tooth. And as he, I'm telling him that he's putting it in, I'm watching him put it in his boot. <laughs> and he looks he looks at me and he says, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll put it back in later." And then we just kept, <clears throat> we just kept fucking going. And I was like, God, yeah, this dude is I didn't know until I got to the locker room and Psycho Clan goes, yeah. "No, mijo, el, el diente." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Because he pinche diente se le salió. I go, chiquito. I go, what? And then Pablo's like, yeah, bro, his tooth is gone. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, dude. No, that's so horrible. Oh, he, but I mean, he, hey, he, it could have been worse, bro. I told everybody, yeah. it could have been worse. I could have been dropped in the back of my head. I, and at the end of the day, it's yep. just the tooth. Yep. I could have broken exactly. my arm. I tell you what, yep. though, that was the last Peace. show this year, and it was our biggest show to date in that venue. We, are, we were very close to opening the second side. We were more mm -hmm. than we were at literally at capacity. We could let nobody else in. The crowd went fucking bonkers for Psycho Clown. I actually yep. thought, man, I'm going to bring these guys back for a rematch. We're going to go uh, huge. Good. We're going to do crazy stuff. And I already had this date. I had 50 shows planned this year. And y modo. Well, hey, Rico, we're running out of time here, bro. So I I'd like to thank you for coming on for sure, man. This was our episode that I've been waiting for. He's such a good dude, man. He's solid. I consider you a friend. Oh, and like, um, thank you so much for both of you. You know, you know I, Gabe, we go back forever. I can't, I can't wait. Uh, get my money, bro. Get my money. I'll do it. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't wait for us to come back because I feel like we got we got a lot more business to take care of. Uh, yeah, 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 I got I got No, but so, no, seriously, I feel that night. I think I, I told everybody when I came back that night, or uh, I told everyone that I had talked to that asked me about the match, like my friends or like you know wrestling friends or whatever. Right. Like, I felt like, uh, like I said, I had big, big matches with, with Gabe with a bunch of guys before, and I've had in big crowds, and whatever. I've, I've always felt like the crowd is always there, no matter what, even in all the indie shows here in L.A., but that night, like, I feel like Psycho Clown's on another fucking level. It, right, so, yeah. right. That, that, that I felt like, dude, I felt like I was on another fucking level yep. because he's on another fucking level. Because that place, man, that place crazy. made, he, he made you guys like such heels. And yep. when they had their comeback, the fucking place went bonkers. Yep. You know? And there was a spot where I kind of, I, I kicked him, right? I kicked him. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, how many, he goes, how many of them there? How many of them there? Yep. Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. just kind of like hoking, hoking up, hoking up. Yep. And then I didn't have to do shit. And it yep. was just kind of like, he's on another level with, with the crowd. So he's a good guy, too. They were, they're too. They're, they're nothing, they were nothing more than so humble, humble, so humble, humble, very humble. and, and were willing humble. to do anything. Yep. And I'm don't, a don't lucha back. guy, bro. Back, man. I tell you I'm what. a lucha guy. I think I could have made it in Mexico. With my, all, with the, my, all the, still can. Still all the can, shows right? that I had planned, like uh, Santa Rosa and Sasuke in San Francisco and Psycho yep. back in San Jose. I told everyone I am going to make those shows happen just when the time is right so we can make money. And I, I'll, I'll give you guys that rematch, man. I, can, I promise you I that much. It. Thank I you. I promise you that much. So as long as Rico gets my money, though. Yeah, we're running we're running dangerously close here, so I oh, want to make right, sure right. that you get your you you get your social medias out the way before uh, let people know where to see you on social media. 
Spark, bro, you will never see me on social media. <laughs> I'm fucking old school, bro. I don't give a fuck about social media. But I'm glad you guys have social media and you may talk yep. about me. Now, I have my Facebook, right. Rico Leaks Facebook, and yep. I have Ronchi Rico on Twitter that I haven't logged in my Twitter in three years, but... We gotta bring Jose yeah, back. I don't do fucking what else they have TikTok or uh, what's the other gotcha. one? Instagram. But yeah. you can always find me on uh, Facebook for sure. Rico Reeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Twitter, Ranchi Rico. But you right. definitely find me on Facebook. Gabe, your socials, please. At PW Revolution across the board. And then most recently, most of the attention I'm getting right now on social media is because of www.lucha-mass.com. We just finished a good, you know, a good couple weeks of play with NASCAR. Now we're moving into another level, a different style of mass. And give me a couple of weeks, guys, and I'll be dropping some new news, major news that would change the face of, of what I started off as a little uh, – uh, a ploy to make a couple of bucks to keep the academy open and now it's snowballed mm-hmm. and some other stuff so make sure you follow us at pw revolution across the board and uh, yeah man hit us up with any ideas and suggestions on mass and all that great stuff man hey rico again man thank you this was a great interview it's going to be a two-parter so you're going to have to see you know both weeks and kind of listen back and we'll i know it's pretty long eh? well no that's good that's hey, what she hey, said time hey, flies who my nigga is I don't even know what you guys are talking about, but he's a cool guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a great guy. I love that cat, man. All right, bro. Well, on behalf of Gabe Ramirez, on behalf of the podcast, I am your master of ceremonies, the king fat boy, Papa Wesco. We are out. Peace. All right. And just like that, mi gente, that is all she wrote. Huge shout out and mad respect to Rico Dinamita for pulling up to the podcast for his two-part interview. Solid conversation, overall good time. Rico's a good dude, man. I encourage you to check him out. He's got a social media, he's got content on YouTube to check out. And when we get back to business, if you see his name on a local card, go check him out, man. He's worth the watch live. That's all the time we got for this week. Tune in next week to another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. We're going to have more sit downs, more discussions, more pro wrestling, more entertainment. Pull up, man. We're going to have a good time. I promise you. We'd like to thank y'all for listening, and we know you're listening from somewhere. So get on social media and let us know what podcast platform you're using to listen to every single episode of Straight Out of the Bodega. Is it Spreaker? Is it Spotify? Is it Apple Podcast? iTunes? Is it iHeartRadio? Is it a podcast platform we haven't even seen, heard, or used yet? Get on there and let us know, man. Talk to us. We talk back. As far as social media goes, you already know what it is, man. Check us out on social media. Straight out of the bodega on Instagram. Straight out of the bodega on Facebook. And on Twitter, the at sign is S-T-R-8-O-U-T-D-A-B-O-D-E-G-A. Straight out the bodega on Twitter. Also, check your boy out on social media. That's Papa Wesco on Facebook. Papa Wesco on Instagram. Papo underscore Esco on Twitter. On behalf of Gabe Ramirez, on behalf of Straight Out the Bodega, I am your master of ceremonies, the king fat boy, Papo Esco, and we are out. We'll see y'all next week. Lucha-Masks.com, in partnership with Mass Republic, give you... 
personal protective masks to keep you Lucha strong in the fight versus COVID-19. With world-class luchadors Blue Demon Jr., The Lucha Brothers, L.A. Park, Ultimo Dragon, Kane Velasquez, Conan, and so much more. Head to lucha-masks.com and you too can become a masked warrior. Lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution.